ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Welcome to uh, Cold Dog Soups presents That's Discussing. Uh, you know, sometimes in life, your friends can really surprise you and just kind of roll a bomb right in the middle of the room, hit it right in your lap. And uh, half this podcast, who's not me, just let me know that they are now a puzzle enthusiast. Yeah, I, like, I love puzzles. In fact, <sighs> like in, uh, crossword puzzles. Like Sudoku, like teasing your brain, or I gotta tell you, also Sudoku. I do have a Sudoku app on my phone. I'm way into Sudoku as well. No, you know, I'm a 36 year old single dude who uh, loves puzzles and like, uh, like, like you're playing uh, like Limbo, like video games with puzzles oh, or braid or you, something like that. You fucking like lay down like six ninety nine, get a mm-hmm. thousand piece traditional puzzle, crack open that uh, that box. Now they come in bags. Which I appreciate because you can, it's a real guarantee that you're not going to miss a piece. But you cut open that box, cut open that bag, pour all those pieces down on that table, you separate them from border pieces into non border pieces, and you just get to town, man. What happens when it's done? When it's done, you uh, get puzzle glue because you, I, I'm not one of those jabronis who just, like, I'm done with this puzzle, so I'm just going to put it back in the box and, like, destroy my fucking, like, art. art that Your art. It really is art. Um, no, I uh, really, um, you get puzzle glue, you pour it on there. I prefer the uh, Ravensburger puzzle glue as opposed to the one that you get at Target. <laughs> That's so Raven. Because um, they know what they're doing. They also make puzzles. So... <laughs> Um, What's different than puzzle glue and regular-ass clear glue? It's in the way it dries. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there has to uh, – puzzle glue has to have a certain amount of viscosity that actually, like, goes into the crevices. Mm-hmm. If you just get Elmer's, that's not going to sink. That's just going to sit on top. Also, it's going to dry like it's not. Um, but, no, I think you – yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right now, I have uh, three puzzles. <laughs> Uh, a fourth that I need to need to glue, um, but yeah, I have uh, cereal boxes, which was very difficult. I have beer labels, and I have Beatles records nineteen sixty four to nineteen sixty six. That one was a little difficult. We're gonna see what happens next. Uh, I'm told one of our listeners, Bradley Katz, is there a bird in here? It's a bird o'clock, baby. Um, Bradley Katz is uh, mailing me two puzzles. One's gonna be Las Vegas, and another one's gonna be, I think, just Burt Reynolds' uh, saucy spread, like the the Playgirl spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, like. It might be difficult. It might be difficult. Are we in a world where you can maybe get online and send them a picture and they turn it into a puzzle and then you put that picture together? Oh, is sure. that a thing? Yeah, for sure. But that's a thing. Yeah. You know what else is like a puzzle, Shawnee? 
a long play record. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you're doing a puzzle, right? You're not a singles dude. Let's say when you're working on that Beatles puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say if you you get the border together and it's it's all the you 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 know everything that's going in there? Sure. Right? Oh, here in the left corner, that's the white album. That's where that goes. And yeah. Here on the right corner, you might put a puzzle in the white. I know, album. right? It's just white. It's just white's fucking you up. It's just white. Over here on the right, that's uh that's Sergeant Pepper. You got a. Fucking revolver down here on the right corner. Yeah, revolver was difficult. And then on the left corner piece, it's the cover of At His Satanic Majesty's Request by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And the center is a picture of a gorilla. Mm-hmm. How would that make you feel? Uh, off put. <laughs> off put. Off my off my meal. Yes, yes. Um, well, that's what we're going to discuss. Like watching Pimple Popper. I mean. Oh, God damn it. That's a whole nother thing, guys. If you see Pimple Popper... Dr. Pimple Popper, excuse me. I want to give her proper credit TLC. for for graduating Pimple Popper School. Do not, do not turn over to it. It's exactly what you think, and you will be disgusted for some time. And if you think that you can watch 20 minutes of it and then turn it off without seeing something gross, you're wrong. They hit they really Yeah. It's not a it's not a lead up to the end and then oh, there's the money shot. No, 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 no. There's several money shots. Um, but what we're going to talk about today is albums that make us feel like the puzzle we just described. Sure. Where you get in there for some single that you fucking loved, and the next thing you know, you are in another completely different world, and you don't understand how you got here. And when you look back on it, you're like, I don't understand why I was here. Speaking of a different world, I know Cosby's Me too Can we celebrate a different world, even though it's a spinoff of the Cosby Well, he wasn't on that show. And even the person from the Cosby Show wasn't on that show very long. She got tired of it and went back to the Cosby Show, and they kept rolling with a different world. Is Lisa Bonet's Lenny Kravitz's daughter? <sighs> that is shockingly bad. Speaking of <laughs> shitty albums, everything Lenny Kravitz has ever done. Well, yeah, you know going into that thing. Though. <laughs> Surely you do. I would venture to say I'm his greatest. His greatest hits album is a shitty album. <laughs> could not aim, could not name you one non-single from a Lenny Kravitz album. Can't do it. Is uh, all of my life? Where have you been? I wonder if I'll ever see you again. Is that a, if, that's a single? If I've heard it, it's a single. I'm yeah. here to tell you, I've never yeah, yeah. cut on a. You know, I'm talking out of school on Lenny Kravitz records. I've never listened to one. Do you remember when Lenny Kravitz' dick popped out of his pants? I do remember when his dick popped out of his pants. Yeah. And all, let me say this: even half black don't crack. Here to tell you that right now. Is that a young looking dick? I don't. Well, I'm just saying, Lenny Kravitz doesn't like he's aged. No, no, no. I mean, just as fucking gorgeous as he was the day he popped on the scene with them dreadlocks. I was. When he, he went, he went from being undistinguishable from yeah. Terrence Trent Darby oh, to being yeah. a sex statue. I am one of the people who will sign on to this. That everybody, Lenny Kravitz is one of the coolest people in the world. Sure. Horrible musician. Not good. Not good at music stuff. Amazing. Mick Jagger, one of the coolest people in the world. Awesome music. Great musician. At least a great singer. Sure. Guitar playing is questionable. I've never seen him pick up a guitar. He plays, and I think he can play. He probably, you know, he. I, I would imagine that he writes a lot of stuff and then hands it off. Uh, Keith Richards famously was asked, well, Keith, why don't you sing more? And Keith responded, what would Mick do? <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> If I'm doing it all... He'd do one of these. Sean is doing a chicken dance made famous by Mick Jagger. Um, Sean, give me the record that pops to your head when I say you bought this record 
for a song that you legitimately love. Yeah. You got into this record, and the rest of it was dog shit. And don't say the one that we both agree, because that is the one we want to get to sure. last. Um, so, uh, most Oasis albums, I'm going to say. Mm. But the thing is... See, I'm shocked by that, because I just assumed... I didn't, I wasn't, Oasis was around before I got into rock Oasis music. Oasis Be Here Now, I think, is it for me. Mm. Their third record, and they have. First of all, tread lightly, because you know who executive produces oh, this podcast. Oh, Cassie Reed Morgan. <laughs> you better be careful. Um, no, I think that uh, their third record, if I'm, oh, it's technically not their third record, um, but Be Here Now their their lead single was um oh god it was that like 9 minute do you know what i mean that had the first 3 minutes of the album it are helicopter sounds <laughs> um, now their their second and third singles were like um one of the best pop songs i've ever heard which is uh Shit. Wonderwall? Um, no, no, no. Anyway, um, brother, here's Wonderwall? <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Um, be Here Now. Champagne Supernova? Oasis. No, that's still on that's still just, Wonderwall. I, um, oh my one, god, it's so big. One, so big. What? It's a big record. Um, Stand By Me is okay. one of the best pop songs I've ever heard. Oh, no, no, no. Don't Go Away. Don't Go Away is, 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 was their second one. They had all around the world and all this stuff, but it's it. Oasis's "Be Here Now." It can't decide whether it's too self indulgent or just too fucking boring. Okay, if it's too boring to be self indulgent or too self indulgent to, to be, be boring, boring. <laughs> that is, and I think that's worse than get by, spending twelve ninety nine on a CD in nineteen ninety seven. For a hit that you know you love and you're going to ever clears uh, Sparkle and Fade, you're going to listen to uh, Santa Monica 26 times a day and understanding that, like, the other nine songs on the record are going to be shitty. Yeah. Well, the sophomore jinx, which that, in a sense, is. Yeah. I know that they might have had some shit before, yeah. but as far as most people would say, the first Oasis record was the yeah. other one, uh, Supernova Nim. Jeff, uh, uh, what's the story of Morning Glory? Um, I, I, I do love, um, I forget what the actual like term is sophomore, sophomore jinx. I literally just said, jinx? I literally just I said, or slump. You go with the other way, but the sophomore jinx. Um, I so Jeff Geis of the band Soft Sailors, mm-hmm. uh, I went to high school with, you know, Jeff very well. Yeah, uh, he says canonical. He, he always says, he always said he, he, he always wanted his second record to be called Sophomore Slump or something like yeah. that. Yeah, never did it. Now he's made more than two records. He Fuck, can't do fucking it. nut up. <laughs> nut up. Do it. Make a make a band called Sophomore James. I don't give a shit. Ew, um, but for the the thing you've described with them is almost even more unforgivable than the common place of this is. It's the first record yeah. that has a hot single, or at yeah. least the first record you that know, one hit wonder comes into prominence. Yeah. That thing um, because Oasis had a pedigree. Sure. I mean, the pedigree. I would say even before Wonderwall, definitely maybe is a solid fucking album. I legitimately love it. Uh, I, I don't want this to escape it because it's not going to make any sense if I say it 20 minutes from now. How bad is Be Here Now? They're not... One of their singles, All Around the World, is a 9 minute and 20 second track 
followed by a two-minute reprise to Tracks Oh, baby. See, it, it is. Self-indulgent is the perfect word uh, for that record because – and it, that is the time where that would have hit for them because even though I just declared it their sophomore record because that's what most people had, it was technically their third record and yeah. all that stuff. And sure. they had ascended to a height that even they couldn't have they predicted. They sold out Wembley Stadium. Yeah, yeah. That's – they're the biggest band in the world. Yeah. And the two creative parts of it, I'm sure this was coming into the prime of their yeah, hatred of absolutely. each other sure. professionally. I don't know what what family yeah. shit they have, but like professionally, I'm sure they're completely done with each other. Yeah. And each is probably trying to one up the other on, yeah. I want to do this, I want to do this. And so instead of there being an editor in the room, it was just two other scared bandmates saying, let's just get out of the way, won't we? Let them do what they want to do. Let them have a go. Let them have a dinky winky doodle boodle. And, so, and so they had a go and they both shitted the bed. Bonehead. <laughs> so that's a big hulking band that had a giant yeah. misstep. Yeah. Um, so this came up the other day. We're riding home on a late night trip, and Fantastic Voyage comes on the radio by Coolio. And it dawns on me that I would have had that record. Yeah, sure. Would have had it. And upon thinking about it, I realized I did not know another song on that record, couldn't name one. Question. Okay, so the here here's the extent of my knowledge on Coolio. Gangster's Nerdness. Obviously. Sure, obviously. Uh, Fantastic Voyage mm-hmm. predates Gangster's Nerdness. One, two, three, four, parentheses, something new. Mm-hmm. And Too Hot. Mm-hmm. And I thought... Are any of those songs on Fantastic Voyage? I thought that I knew Fantastic Voyage would have been mm-hmm. on there because it's the first sure. record. So. Um, I assumed no. one, two, three, four was on that record. It is. It's on Gangsta's Paradise. It's on, and I think too hot is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a condom in your hand and hope it don't bust. And so we listen to this Coolio record. Three of us in the car who all own the record. Yeah, I couldn't name you another song on it. I had no recollection of it. Between us, we knew two songs from the record. It made no imprint on us. Yeah. whatsoever. Do you think that's more common with hip-hop albums in the 90s than rock albums in the 90s? Rock albums in the 90s were... <sighs> rock was at its last... It was it was having its last rattle and hum, sure. as it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's probably Ooh. more common with hip-hop records that existed in that time frame between the birth of gangster rap and the chronic and then what came after. Yeah. So in the time between say Death say Row's rise to prominence and add chronic 2001 to that. Place. Yeah. And Ja Rule's rise to prominence. Yeah. That's where you get this weird fucking time frame of what the fuck are we doing with hip hop? And especially a guy like Coolio who had no clue what he wanted to be. One, two, three, four, get your woman on the floor. Gotta, gotta get up to, to get, get down. down. Gotta, gotta get up to get down. Like, he suffers because he didn't know what the fuck he was. I think he was probably older than he than he looked. Um, and so he had a lot of old school sort yeah. of tendencies to him. And like Fantastic Voice, that's a lakeside sample, which is a band nobody here probably knows. Sure. Fuck. But they're, you know, like an old 70s, 80s sort of funk group that made these. Lo- Fantastic Voice, the original, was my favorite song as a DJ because it was like 
13 minutes long. Yeah. And you could put that baby on, go use the restroom, yeah. smoke a cigabug, maybe smooch sure. with a girl who's super hyped that you're on the Three radio. Smooching with oh, girls? Dude, I was smooching with girls so hard while Lakeside was playing. Oh but yeah, nothing on that record sounds smooching. anything like. Did you call them honeys? Oh, you know I call it honey dips to be mm. precise. Honey dipper stone. Oh, honey dipper stone. So yeah, that thing caught me off guard with how little I remembered about that fucking record. Um, there are, a, I, I think we get, like we could really fall down a rabbit hole here mm-hmm. where we just list this album, that album, this album. That album. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I want to hit a fork in the road and not take the path less travel off travel. Um. Albums you were told, either before or after you listened or purchased, that there's only one good song and that's it. Mm-hmm. And for me, and I say this with complete earnesty, earnesty, earnestness, earnest goes to camp. I is dynamite hack. Woo! Really? The fucking band. Really? The fucking band that uh, did the. Um, it's uh, Boys in the Hood. Cover of Boys in the Hood. Um, they and I'm actually. I think it's Super Fast is the name of the record. I think you're right. I think I'd actually like do fucking. Um, Super Fast is the name of the record. There's uh, a song called Wussy Puff. Wussy Puff <laughs> is one of the best songs on that. Ah! <laughs> She's everywhere. I've had enough. She'll always be my little wussy pup. Fair. I'm falling out again. I'm staying up on Ephedrin. Can't sleep. Been on my knees so long I can't God find damn. my feet. 2000's weird, man. 2000 I, is a strange I time for everybody. I remember staying up all night studying for my APUS, APUS exam, Virgil I, Grissom High, and not doing anything in that class and just like realizing that my entire outline was just covered in highlighter. So why the fuck am I even studying? And MTV, and I was up so late that MTV started playing music videos again. And Dynamite Hacks was, it had that spanking new, like, yeah, like, yeah, like the Chiron badge on that. Yeah. Um, I heard that song. I bought super fast at Blockbuster Music, a freestanding music store, bought the CD, the cashier told me before he rung me up, are you sure you want to buy this? You know the rest of the record is not... not Boys in the Hood. And it's like, oh yeah, uh, they these aren't... It's, it's not a... It's not an entire cover record. record NWA cover record? NWA. Um, I love every single fucking song in that record. Wow. I love that song. Wow. In fact, I am so fucking happy that they are now making new music. Dynamite Hack is back? They're back, baby. Hack's back. I'm one of their few uh, few followers on Instagram. Loaded with Cobras. To the point where... The 2019 Dynamite Hack release. They respond to my comment on their Instagram. <laughs> You're friends with Dynamite I, Hack. Austin, Texas's own Dynamite <laughs> Hack. Loved, they have a song about Kate Moss called Dear Kate. It's one of the weaker points on the album. The E-R. The E E R still listenable. I love Dynamite Hack. I'm here to tell you, listen to Dynamite Hack super fast. Well, what is an album like that that you love? Uh, there's no question. There, uh-huh. When you brought this up, this was the first record that came to mind. It is one of my favorite records ever. I'll stand up for this motherfucker in the face of any scrutiny. I have a feeling I'm probably just going to agree with you, but 
And it is. Where have all the merrymakers gone by one Harvey Danger? Oh, yeah, for sure. When people said... I never got into it, but I know um, that. Well, it's because you fronted that band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you keep the bullshit I don't not look beat. like the lead singer. You are definitely in every way, just like Sean Nelson of Harvey Danger. Um, they... Flagpole said it explodes. Yeah. And it explodes at a very important... Paranoia, paranoia. Yeah. Everybody's coming to get me. And everybody says, oh, it's a one-hit wonder. The movie, uh, what's the Katie Holmes about those hot, sexy teens? Disturbing behavior. <laughs> Flagpole Sitta is uh, apt pupil. Apt pupil! Um, uh, anytime I hear apt pupil, I only think of that Key and Peele skit where um, Ray Parker Jr. is doing his pitches for, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. there's a kid and a Nazi down there. <laughs> um, so it, it explodes at a time where um, the world is open up to me. I've gotten out of my shell. I own at this point probably a couple Smashing Pumpkins records. Mm-hmm. Um, I own uh, uh, Sublime's fucking whatever Santeria's on that thing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm starting to dabble in other other things other than rap music. And I hear this flag post and I'm like, I don't know what it is about this record, but, uh, this song. Mm-hmm. But I fucking love it. And it's like, oh, it's just one hit wonder bullshit, yeah. man. It's not Kim King James. That's the, that was their second record. Second record. Um, and so I get Flagpole Sitter, or the, the Where Have All the Mary Makers yeah. Gone. And I cut this fucker on, and I'm like, I don't, I, I remember thinking, like, maybe I don't know enough to know yeah. this is shit, but I love this. this and sense. maybe there'll be a time where I don't love it. No, that time has not come yet. Like, yeah. everything on that record is good. It starts with a essential retelling of Vertigo. Um, Carlotta Valdez is a song about the movie Vertigo. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what the story this is. And I see Vertigo later. Oh, that's what all this shit is about. So I do have, a, so we argue about a lot of things. Most things. On and off the air. And it is difficult for me to not feel like I'm attacking you. Come on. Fucking When try we me. talk fucking about, when me. we argue about music. You fucking try me. Is... Not Danny Worrells. What fucking band are we talking about? Harvey Danger. Harvey Danger. Is Harvey Danger not just another Jimmy Eat World? I don't know. Um, okay, they're they're the same. But I don't hate Jimmy. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, they predated okay. Jimmy Eat World by. So is Jimmy Eat World just Harvey? I Danger? don't. I don't hate Jimmy Eat World, but they kind of fall into that category of. What's that? The the message. The what's the name of that song? What's the middle? The middle. The middle. Like the middle is a great fucking single. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It yeah. it it feels it does a very good job of capturing being a boy at the age for boys who would like that song. Yeah. It does a very good job of that. Two K one. Yeah, and then everything else on that record lets me down. I just I definitely disagree with that. Uh, the Authority song, even though it uh, um, made um, Freezer and my friend uh, Phil describe. Uh, Phil described it as making him want to, quote, vomit with rage. <laughs> um, I love the Authority song. Um, there's a couple highlights. But see, on that. but you're right, right. But a record for me, yeah. I'm not even, I don't you're talk a about a fucking guy. record yeah. until it's got to be like eight of the 12 songs have to be meaningful to me and somebody before I even start talking about it. We argue about REM all the time yeah. because. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll save that for another day. But like, if I'm talking about a record, that motherfucker, it is damn near got to be unskippable. 
primarily because I used to listen to a lot of cassettes, and I ain't here for a bunch of fast forward no, no, no. winding. So I need this shit to be the real deal. And those, like the first, the first two Harvey Danger records, yeah. there's not a skippable song on there. They, they they all roll through, and because they were smarter than other bands of their ilk. For for me in that time period, it was uh, what's the White Stripes uh, second. Uh, I think it was the one with elephant. the peppermint. I think it was just elephant. God, um, I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a secret there about it right please. now. I fucking don't get it. I don't get yeah. it at all. Um, uh, overrated by fans. Uh, they 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 had a clean. They had like a very easy story to sell. I think for music journalists, yes. lazy music yes. journalists, yes. Um, and I, I understand how talented Jack White is. Yeah, sure. I absolutely understand that. Um, and I understand the appeal of it because the first 40 seconds of any White Stripe song is great. <laughs> and oftentimes the entire song. <laughs> and then I don't ever want to hear it again. Like, there's never a time where like, you know what I want to hear? Seven Nation Army for the 400,000th okay, fucking de- time. Let's let's take that song and put it over here. It's great for soccer. I love soccer and it's great. I get to chant Joseph Martinez over it. It's fucking great for that. However, but outside of that... I'm going to tell you that there. I mean, there's an, uh, an eight-minute song on Elephant. I think I'm talking about Elephant. It's called Ball and Biscuit. Oh, and it God. is fucking... It's, it's sex. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, hardest button to button. Three and a half minute song. Should be 150. Everything that needs to happen in that song happens in the first minute and a half. Well, that's... You're just applying Army to everything they do. I will say that you're not wrong that their first single was Fell in Love with a Girl, and that was amazing. And they got in, they got out, and I think that's why that was so... You know, I was I was watching... Uh, so Hassan Minaj, the uh, Daily Show, uh, sure. he was on the Daily Show. Can I still watch the Daily Show? He he has he has a show on uh, Netflix called uh, Patriot Act, and he does he basically just talks about sneakers and hip hop. Sure. And um, he did a show basically on sound SoundCloud rappers, and one of the things he he kind of talked about was now a lot of these rappers just put out, you know. 100 second songs. Yeah. 120 second songs. Yeah. Because because it's you don't get paid by the song, mm-hmm. you get paid by the the seconds that people yep. listen to. Yep. Or or, or sorry, sorry uh, other way around. You don't get paid by the second, you get paid by the, the song. Say, yeah. So if I'm if if I'm going to listen to Gucci Gang, if I'm going to listen It doesn't to, need to be long. If I'm going to listen to 1000 seconds of Gucci Gang yeah. and that song is just what's his name singing Gucci Gang over and over again. Well, essentially singing. Um that can be eight songs in a thousand seconds, or it can be two songs yeah. in a thousand seconds. So I may as well get paid for eight songs. I may as well make it 75 seconds long. But I, I never, like... It's getting so off topic. I'm sorry. Oh, you always do. Um, the fucking White Stripes. I, maybe I hold a grudge against them, because when I bought I bought my first White Stripes record, I thought I was buying, I guess, Deja Still, but I was actually buying the White Stripes, which didn't contain any of the songs I knew. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Jimmy the Explorer and Stop Breaking Down and The Big Three Killed My Baby. Maybe I'm still holding a hateful grudge against them for that. Just still was, that was pre Fell in Love with a Girl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or maybe I thought I was, I thought I was buying, buying white blood cells. This is, this but is, they all came out each year and they all looked identical. So all looked identical. who the fuck knows what you're white. buying? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I did appreciate that time we went to see Dylan at the Ryman, not Oakwood Amphitheater. The Ryman, the, the Ryman, and Jack White just shows up during uh, Meet Me in the Morning, which plays a solo, and then which I think is perfect. Is what Jack White should and be, and that was probably a he's, minute and fifty seconds. Yep, he's your running man, Jack White. <laughs> Jack White is the fucking closer. I don't want to see him start the game. I don't want to see him come in in middle relief. No. But ninth inning comes, you get a cool fucking guitar riff. Jack White comes in, he does his thing, and then he's out the door. Half of his bit is saying, I'm, I'm, I'm Jack, Jack White, White, and you've I'm, been wonderful. Yep. I'm tall. I got. I look sharp so as shit, and I can play. I've got the chops. I can do it. Without looking, I will look, but I'm going to put you on the spot, okay? Who would win in a tall off? Mm. Jack White or Billy Corgan? Mmm. Oh, I think and Billy's. I need you to vamp as long I, as it takes me I, to well, Google Monkey. Having Google. met Billy Corgan, uh huh. He, I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've Ooh, ever seen. This is a close one. I don't know if we've seen ever seen Billy completely unfurl. Billy is always because he's so weird. He he's slouched a little bit. Like he always stoops down to his competition. I think Billy wins by a half an inch. And anything the internet says that's counter to that, I'm going to counter with they're measuring Jack White's hair. I am going by <laughs> Google. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Google. And this is like gospel, mm-hmm. okay? One Jackson. Oh, it's not even Jack. One John Anthony White. Yeah, sure. An American singer, songwriter with multi instrument is six foot two inches tall. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, there's got to be six four. You have a. You said you said a half. I said a half. I said a half. I said a half. So we're gonna round that up. Sure. Okay. Jack White, six two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One William Patrick William Corrigan. Patrick, Billy Corrigan. <laughs> uh, the fluoride in the water is making this crazy sure. Corrigan. Two is cats, six foot, three inches. Ha-ha! You are correct. Yeah. And here's your winner of How Tall Are These White Boys? You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to take away your crown because I'm going to take away two inches from Billy Corgan based on the name of his children, which are OG Lala and Philomena Clementine Corgan. It's a dope ass name, dude. I'm not here. I'm standing by Philomena. Okay. I'm standing by Philomena Clementine. Augustus Jupiter with two P's. That's bad. Jupiter two P's bad. Augustus not bad. Jupiter two P's bad. I'm going to take an inch away from Jack White for me not knowing if Meg White's his sister or his wife. I still don't know. <laughs> Either way, would. Also going to take away an inch for that documentary. It might get loud. Oh, that was really bad. <laughs> it's awful. I got that in the awful, days awful. when Netflix, Netflix would send you a DVD. DVD. Yeah. yeah. And I was still like, still very. Like, Fuck yeah, man. A White Stripes yeah. documentary? No. Awful. Not you can't even call it a rockumentary. Mm-mm. Awful. Um, what are other albums? Well, you had a list earlier that, that I think I'm going to be fighting about. This is this. So a, a lot of these is in the heyday of me buying CDs. Yes, and I think that that is part of why. So these are all in the 90s. this generation will never. They won't have that because no. a you know everything stream. You can pick and choose. Artists have now figured out how to game the system, and they will release a song a week to I get the downloads up and all last, that shit. I can't tell you the last time that I bought a non-comedy album. Mm-hmm. Oh, if it's not a vinyl, I'm not buying yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, all in like the mid-late 90s. Uh, 
Marilyn Manson mechanical am, 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 aminals. <laughs> would have been a better name for the record. Mecha- what if I would love to hear a kids' bop version of Mechanical Laminals. Um, My dope, shoes itch. The Dope Show is a dope, dope ass song. Show is a, dope Show is the fucking dopest fucking, fucking Marilyn Manson song. The rest of that album is Bro. goddamn garbage. I don't doubt that. Don't mean the amazing. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. I, I don't. I, I, that mechanical. Analysis. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And I don't know that any Manson record was particularly good. He would have some high points. I'm not taking away from him. I think it's and I want to make it clear that and I'm, I'm piggybacking off of because when you say that Marilyn Manson never had a good album, I, I'm inclined to agree with that. Not from the space that I wasn't like a metal fan with like Sweet Little Children or whatever the, the first name of the, the, the his first album was, their first album. Um, but I just don't think that he goes beyond a, a single. It's very surface level. And again, I'm like you, I'm not a giant fan of that kind of music. Yeah. But I like to think that I am eclectic enough that good music will get me. And he has a song called The New Shit that is, it, it, it is a, it's a stadium song. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. good. Yeah. But not on that album. But I mean, and Sweet Dreams is a fucking dope lead single. I remember yeah. the vividly the first time I saw that video and how it made me feel. That also had beautiful people on it, which was okay. I think that was the next record. I don't think that was yeah. that record. Yeah. I don't think. Don't quote me. I'm not. I but, think it was the same record, but, but who cares? Yeah. Give me the next one. Um, uh, this, is, this is not even good radio, but I love this song so deeply that the rest of the album was, it pissed me off that I... Brought the album back to CD. You took CD back. Got a store credit. You took CD back. And then brought, and then with that store credit, bought the album of remixes of the actual single. And that single is "Swallowed by Bush" from Razorblade Suitcase. Oof, oof, oof. That's hurt. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. Warm sun, feed me up. I'm a leery. I'm leery loaded up. I think Bush might just suck. Swallow. There might just be a swallow is fucking great. That hurts. It hurts that the rest of it. But again, they did that a a good amount. Singles band. Singles band. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me with that next gimmick. Um, Well, this is a song that we've talked about multiple times. Or uh, a band. uh, uh, I'm sorry. I I, I feel like an idiot. Everything's a band. I don't care. I feel like an idiot using record and album interchangeably. I don't. There are some fucking snobs that say actually a record's a single song. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, The album. I don't give. I don't give a fuck how the Grammys classify. (laughs) (laughs) This is a song that, or uh, album, band, song, etc. That you love so much that you just have a cover sitting on a piano. Yeah, it's on my vinyl. Yeah, on my vinyl cover. Uh, Celebrity skin. Oh. God damn, I wanted to love that record. Um, I'm going to say two good songs, Malibu and the other one. <laughs> Celebrities again. Celebrities again, yeah. Um, Legitimately solid love songs. I love those two songs. I don't know what it is. Like, if you were to ask me, name your favorite five beautiful women in the world who is famous, Courtney Love would not cross my mind. Courtney Love in that, like, but that 18-month window. Album cover itself. There's Jeez. something about that cover that does something to me that I cannot explain. To quote our friend, American hero, and veteran of three Iraqi tours, Adam Nicholson, that girl just does something to me. Man. Yeah, just does something to me. And I wanted to love that record because I genuinely love Malibu. 
and genuinely love Celebrity Skin. Celebrity Skin's a good song. I just love them both. But everything oh, else on it is God. just teeny bullshit. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and you can tell who she was dating at the time by the writing. <laughs> like you can feel yeah. which where did she pull who was she dating when she pulled this song <laughs> whose notebook did she steal this from before she killed them her own um bada 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 oh man bada bada I just want to pull up that album cover and look at it for a you while you know the art uh, like you said REM is a, is a whole other episode uh, episode um I'm slowly but surely coming around on them, but it's from the early stuff. Like, um, Reckoning is by far my favorite REM record. Yeah. Um, things after that seem more singlish to me. The thing is, like, so Monster, I think, is a is a good record. Monster is a record of singles, though. <laughs> Monster has Crush with Eyeliner. Oh, it has What's the Frequency, Kenneth. It has Bang and Blame, which is about Courtney Love. Like, it has legitimately five or six. It, the singles that aren't, weren't released are singles. Yeah, like, yeah. That weren't released singles it feels like, like a collection like, of singles. The A&R man hears nothing but, <laughs> but singles. singles. I don't hear a record here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it listens as a REM greatest hits that was never released. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that vein, it's uh, it's a good record. It just doesn't feel like a record. It feels like a Spotify playlist. Feel like, that, see, that dude in Sweden never dreamed up Spotify. I need it to feel like a record. Reckoning feels like a record. Reckoning definitely feels like a record. What makes something feel like a record? Is it a down? Like it's it's a journey, right? It's peaks and valleys. It's 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 somewhat. The songs all need Jack to Black the songs describing. all need to sit in the same vein. They don't need to sound. It's not a fucking ACDC thing where all of them sound exactly the same. But all of them need to have some common instrumentation. They need to uh, skirt around common themes. It does not need to be a concept album. I don't need that. But I do need it to just have a flow to it. And it, honestly, oddly enough, the most important thing to a record might be sequencing. There is a fucking record by a band called Gang of Youths that nobody would think that I liked, but I love it. What kind of music is it? I don't even know what to tell you, dude. I can't even explain what this fucking thing is. Um, but they they have two instrumentals yeah. on this fucking record, and they have no business being there. Yeah. These instrumentals have no business being there, um, but they're there. And it bothers the shit out of me. And also, it goes on one song too long. Yeah, yeah. If they just it's took those the dumb shit instrumentals out, resequenced a couple things, I'd be sitting here on this table. I'd be banging this table telling you, listen to this record. It is fucking amazing. It will change your life. Well, I think we should end this episode with an easy, an e just a softball <laughs> lob to you. And that is every Weezer record. Um, after I Pinkerton, can't explain to you how dead to me they are. Yeah, no, me too. And we talked about it before. So. Explain to you how dead to me. You bring up Weezer, and I oh, oh my god, I just want to say one thing. I've been listening to the Teal, making people listen to the Teal album as a fun joke that sure. I spring on people in the car. Forgot about that. Well, Spotify now thinks I really like that fucking record, so I am furious beyond belief. The words of Deji Deji Khaled is what I <laughs> that came out of my mouth. <laughs> You played yourself. I stuck so, a quarter in my ass. 
and I played myself. This has been episode 60. Something or another. 60 Blarford? 60 Blarford. Cold Dog Soup presents. That's disgusting. <laughs>